0: You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Where you go, Auburn family, and welcome back to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion here on the E2C Network. Well, the season may be done for the Auburn Tigers at least, but we have many things that we need to break down in regards to the Auburn men's basketball program. There have been a few people leaving, a few people coming in. Maybe more to leave and come in the future. We don't know. There's a lot still going on, rumors and speculation out there. There's this little thing called the NCAA tournament, March Madness going on that Auburn, unfortunately, is not part of. But we're still finding ways to insert ourselves into it. All that's been going on. We got bored. We were ready to talk some basketball again. So we are back together. I'm your host, Kyle, again with my friend and co-host, Mr. Gray Oldenburg. Gray, welcome back. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. You know, look, we talked about it. We weren't going to come back until the season was officially done all the way. There's just too much been going on with this Auburn yeah. basketball program not to get together and meet and talk.
1: I agree. There's a lot of speculation, a lot of movement, in both in and out, and a lot of looking forward to next year, a lot of basketball being played right now. Well, let's Let's discuss. Two points of clarification for the listeners here. As
0: always, when we talk about these certain topics, uh, my luck is usually things change the second I put a podcast episode out. So if you're hearing something that may be a little bit out of date, (laughs) don't be shocked because there's a lot, like Gray has said, there's a lot of movement, things in motion right now. And rightfully so, you know, there's a lot of talent that's on this Auburn squad, a lot of talent coming in. And so things are a very fluid situation right now. Uh, We will be getting back together once all of NCAA basketball is finalized and maybe like a week or in some change after that, just to see how the waters are going to settle with the rest of the news around the Auburn basketball program. But we'll do our season review. Then we'll walk through the entire season, the beginning The middle of it, how it all shook it at the end. But right now, let's talk about the things that have been developing, and there are a lot of them for this Auburn basketball program, primarily in the discussion realm of departures. I think that's where we need to go ahead and get the the Band-Aid ripped off, don't you think?
1: Yeah, let's do it. It's a a little tough. Uh,
0: I was, as many people, were shocked to learn that Justin Powell was going to leave Auburn. And uh, we don't know where, as of this moment, he's going. A lot of rumors out there. But I just want to hear your initial thoughts, your speculations. What are you feeling about Justin Powell deciding to leave the, the program?
1: You know, just like you said, a lot of people were confused. A lot of people were shocked, You know, myself included. Um, I didn't expect this. I don't think anybody really did. I don't think the coaching staff or his teammates did. Um, but you look at a kid who jumped off immediately and – was clicking on all cylinders at the beginning of the year, you know, won the starting job over turbo playing point guard. I don't know if that's really his natural position, but.
0: Sure. looked like it though, for a little bit. I
1: agree. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, and then he had the concussion and, you know, with COVID, you know, all he could do was sit in a room by himself with, without anything. Couldn't go play basketball. Couldn't hang out with friends. Couldn't do schoolwork. You know, I, I mean, I had, as much as we as much as we hate to see it you know you kind of break it down you can understand it a little more so
0: we did a what i will call a therapy session on youtube live if you haven't come on over to the etc network youtube channel we do a lot of live streams there where i just felt the need to get on there and i was processing it myself but a lot of the people who jumped in the live chat uh even were were trying to figure this one out because what happened because if sharif cooper does go that leaves a giant hole to fill in terms of point guard but guard especially um so we thought that was right for the taking for justin powell so why would you decide to go i mean obviously there's the whole um his injury on top of isolation because of that injury and covid and stuff and you wonder and i guess my mind
1: went to first homesickness i mean do you think that played a factor into it at all Maybe so. And maybe we'll see that and where he ends up next, you know. We were discussing pre-show about, you know, he's getting looks from, you know, that school up north. It's coached by Calipari. <laughs> is it Louisville. is it weird to you that we live in a
0: time where we can't even mention Kentucky? Like we used to do that, we still do that to Alabama, but now we do that at Kentucky. That's just weird to me.
1: Um, but you know, he he's getting looks from those teams that, you know, that's where he's from. So maybe that is the reason. Um you know I can understand it, especially with his injury and COVID, and not being able to, you know, get the full college experience as a star freshman on the basketball team. So it's weird. It's it's yeah. weird one. When- there's so many little
0: different nuances to this story that that's why I think makes it so intriguing because the stars seem to have lined for him to be potentially either the guy or one of the big guys on campus next season or be alongside the guy and Sharif Cooper and really become a tandem. I think the biggest disappointment and I heard fan after fan after fan echo this, whether it was written or verbal form, I just wanted to see the two of them together and we could just, we just couldn't get it to align this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether it was a you know eligibility issue for Sharif injury for Justin, and then an injury for Sharif, it just was not meant to be. And I think there are a lot of things that you can go back in Auburn's athletics history and see what might've been, yeah. I think that's going to be one of the cases here is what might've been for Justin Powell and Sharif Cooper, had they been able to play together because I think, uh, you obviously saw the talent that Justin has with the position that he was put in uh, in the early part of the season. Had he not gotten injured, you kind of wonder maybe he is gone anyway. You know <laughs> the NBA draft. Um, so very high trajectory for him. So if you had to guess right now, where do you think Justin's going?
1: Um, I, off the top of my head right now, you're putting me on the spot. Um, I'd love I love to do that. I'm gonna say, yeah, I, I'm gonna say Louisville.
0: Okay. Uh, I I do think it's going to be somewhere in the area uh, of home. I think that kind of makes sense with everything that he's been through. Uh, There is that certain team up north that apparently may have even, you know, the rumors are out there. Every time I address a rumor, I want to make sure I make the statement. I think there is always some degree of truth to a rumor, but to what degree is the question I ask. Uh, So John Calipari would be stupid if he didn't try to get in contact with him, his family, to test the waters to see if he'd be willing to come back so john calipari you're stupid if you don't however i'm angry if you did because that means you stole my player from me um you know there were some rumblings about western kentucky um if he i actually think that would be a great fit for him personally and not that i don't think he doesn't deserve to be at a top tier and i don't mean no slight to western kentucky but it's not auburn it's not kentucky it's not florida it's not lsu or yeah Well, supposedly this year, Alabama. We'll get to that. (laughs) We're getting there. Um, Yeah, I just think there's a lot of options for him, but I wouldn't be surprised if he'd go home. Let's talk about this one, though. I don't think a lot of people were shocked by this one, but it stung a little after the fact of Justin Powell announcing that he was leaving. Jamal Johnson decides that he is going to not only leave the program, but take his talents, as LeBron James would say, to uh, to, not to South Beach, but to Iron City. He's going to be a UAB Blazer. You know what? I was very sad for Jamal when he left, I, but I couldn't be happier for him now because I think he is going to flourish in Birmingham. Look, what do you think about that move for him?
1: This is going to be awesome. Jamal is going to be great up at UAB. You know, that's a UAB team that, you know, a certain uh, team across the state doesn't really like <laughs> schedule because <laughs> of that, because of that, you know, gritty mentality of that UAB team coached by former SEC coach Andy Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he's going he's gonna to be great there, especially with how much he kind of you know, jumped up in production this year at Auburn.
0: Absolutely. He definitely is another one of those players with opportunity. They seized it. And made the most of what they, and did things that they normally wouldn't be asked to do. You know, Jamal took over a lot of the point guard responsibilities to, you know, open up the floor more for some other players that were being forced into those roles too. So I think he showed his versatility. I, I think he showed his reliability, his flexibility. And I think that's very attractive to a program like UAB who's looking for, and I don't think it's too far of a stretch to say a star in Jamal Johnson. And I think he will be a star there. And you know, Bruce, and Andy, from what I understand, have a pretty decent relationship in terms of, you know, friendliness and stuff like that. I would not be shocked if we're going to get another round of UAB versus Auburn basketball coming up here very soon. I Sign me up for that matchup, because if I, I get agree. to watch Jamal play against his old team, of course, I'm pulling for Auburn. But I have a little soft spot for our former players because yep. – You know, to some degree, they are still Auburn Tigers. So Jamal Johnson heading off to UAB, happy for him, sad to see him go, but a guy I think that is a very good decision for. This is one that I expected, and actually it was so expected that I forgot about it, that it was even a reality. I even had to ask you, wait a minute, when did this happen? Javon Franklin has decided to leave the program. We do not know his destination. What do you think about this move? Right decision, wrong decision? What do you
1: think? I think it's the right decision, especially if you consider him a, a, you know, a a front court guy, you know, maybe a small forward. you know, that front court is just getting even more crowded with the guy coming in as a freshman next year. So I think it's a good decision. You know, he's, he'll be, a, I think he'll be a junior right next year, maybe a, mm-hmm. maybe a senior, uh, you know, go get some playing time, go to a small school and really dominate and show, improve yourself. And I, I think that's a great move for Javon Franklin.
0: Yeah, it's if I had like pointed out a couple, I would thought it would be Javon Franklin and Chris Moore that I thought would be one or the two or both leaving. Chris is still decided to stay at this point. I'm happy. Obviously, I don't want to see anybody go, but the fact is we've got a lot of talent coming in, yeah. and we got to you know make sure the chess pieces line up for a good run next year. Especially if you're able somehow underneath the stars and the moons to align to get Sharif Cooper to stay here. Uh, with what's coming in. So I, unfortunately, I I just don't see a world where Javon Franklin, with what he produced this year, getting much more time. So I think it is in his benefit to take a step away. Uh, so we have, out of transfers, which the amount is shocking, we had one big shock, one that we were maybe not surprised by, but it was still kind of like, oh, okay, it kind of made you turn your head for a second, and then one that was not shocking. So already an eventful transfer season. Do you foresee anyone else leaving the Tigers transfer-wise? We're getting to some others in a second.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, I, you know, I say that in somebody's- Of course, now you jinxed us. A, oh yeah, of <laughs> course. But uh, um, I, I, I don't think so because at this point, I think it would have already happened mm-hmm. because of how crowded the transfer market is now.
0: Um, the only so thing so. that makes me question that is depending on who might still transfer in, yeah, if there are some of these names out there that people are speculating that come in, eh,
1: yeah. there might
0: be a might be a situation where somebody else might need to go find some other playing time elsewhere. But we shall see. Speaking of transferring in, let's talk about some that have. First one to talk about: a lot of people got really excited about this one. Zepp Jasper transferred over from Charlotte, uh, a guard, That's Charleston, be, Charleston. Excuse me. One of those Carolina schools over there, you know, (laughs) Charleston, excuse me. Thank you for the clarification. Uh, But he'll be coming in as a combo guard, I think is what you're describing as can play both. Um, Not a true point guard in the sense is what we were really looking for. We'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, your overall reaction and anticipations about Zep being part of the program.
1: I like it. I really like it. He's bringing that hard nosed defense here. You know, there's his nickname is the honey badger and there is reasons for it. I don't know how I
0: feel about having a honey badger though. Can we, can we have a different animal? Surely with my <laughs> zoology degree, I can come up with something better than that. <laughs> it just, it doesn't feel right. Having a honey badger on an Auburn program, but Hey, if that produces numbers for us, great defense is what he supposedly known for. Uh, and, you know, there was a time uh, at a certain point in this season where Auburn was getting gashed up the middle in their front court. No. Uh, and this could be something that really helps. Um, some That penetration that they were seeing in the middle, if he's that good of a defender. We've seen how much of a difference maker a de- great defending guard can make in one Javon, okay. uh, not Javon, but excuse me, um Davion Mitchell for the Baylor Bears, who used to be a Tiger, <laughs> and how much of a ball hawk he is. Uh, so if that's what we've got in Zepp Jasper, you have a lot to be excited about, Auburn Tiger fans. Let's talk about another one. Xavier Pinson transfer over from Missouri 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 uh, we poached him from an SEC school my anticipation is that this is a point guard as well is that kind of what you see happening here
1: yeah yeah i i love to see pinson come in he would he would be i mean that's a special he he was so good at missouri this year and you know missouri had that that big i forget his his name is Losing me right now. Yeah, um,
0: I can't think of it either.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but you, you know who I'm talking about. He was so good, you know. Off of him, you know, pinson You know, I think went for like 30 against Alabama when they beat Alabama in uh, in Columbia this year. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a true scorer, and he can share the ball. He's he's experienced. That's what we need is an experience guard. Um, I'd be Full on board with Auburn going, we're all, all at Xavier Pinson from Missouri.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are really wanting this to happen. And, um, uh, you know, I guess, does that signal to you, though, if this if, would this maybe become an, a reality, what does that signal to you about Sharif Cooper? Do you think this yeah. tells you anything about that situation?
1: I think it does. Sadly, um, I think if Cooper leaves, Pinson would be crazy not to take this job. Yeah, and not to so, commit here. Um, assume, I mean, I, don't, I think you would be crazy not to anyway, you right. know, even with Cooper. But, um, if Cooper Lee uh, Pittson steps in as, as the starting point guard, there's I don't think there's any question about it. And you know, you get to play with these guys coming in and mm-hmm. the guys coming back. Um, I, I mean, yeah. I, I love for it to happen, it needs to happen. That, that's what I need to say. It needs to happen, it needs to happen. So let me say this
0: too, you know, a lot of what I was talking about on those live streams is Auburn potentially running the platoon system, similar to what Kentucky did a couple of seasons ago where they basically just had a line change in, in hockey terms. Uh, you know, an entire group comes in and out at the same time. And um, you know, I, I wonder does Xavier Pinson, even if Sheree Cooper, if you're Bruce Pearl, you don't go to him and say, yeah, he's the starting point guard, but let me, do you see all this talent that I've got to work in? They need time as well, which means I need someone to lead Group 1B in in on this system. So I think you can potentially sway him either. And especially if you get Sharif Cooper back, I think you sway him and say, look, I don't think Missouri is winning a championship anytime soon. I convinced my best prospect, uh, my two best prospects to come be here at the same time together ever. We're making a championship run and we need a solid uh, point guard option when Sharif's not here. Uh, to to be here so if you want to win a championship this is your team so yeah. you could potentially make it there another potential rumor out there I think it's lost a little bit of steam but we should address it because I, I think some people would be mad at us if we didn't Walker Kessler um, of UNC he was uh, it was a lot of discussion in the recruiting cycle whether he was going to come to Auburn I honestly never bought into that one as much I don't know why so many people thought that one was going to happen just never really stuck out to me, and my understanding is there's been a little bit of steam lost on that at this point. Is that what you're anticipating?
1: Yeah, I, I think since uh, since I wrote that, um, the, a lot of steam has been lost. You know, right when Kessler announced, it was like, okay, you know, let's go back to what who who was recruiting him. I guess maybe we can find somebody out of there. And you know, the two other schools that were really big, or three other schools that were really big on Kessler besides North Carolina were Georgia, Auburn, and Duke. Mm -hmm. And none of those three are really gaining ground on uh, Kessler. You know, it's just something to keep an eye on. I think Gonzaga is really gaining on Walker, the 7-1 center from Carolina.
0: I'll be honest with you here, and this is kind of a quick aside to to something we'll talk about in just a minute, but I'm kind of really getting concerned about Gonzaga as a program. Uh, They they seem to be lining themselves up for – not just the success that we've we've known them for. I mean, Gonzaga is someone you expect in the tournament every single year, and they're always there. Usually, they disappoint me. This year, they're you know the year I don't anticipate them to do a whole lot. They do it all. Um, are you getting concerned that we may be seeing a juggernaut rising out of the ashes? Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely, absolutely. Look, Gonzaga has been building for for years now, and I think it's kind of finally starting to catch up with everybody, especially with the. The dogs like the blue bloods like Auburn and Kentucky and North Carolina Duke, and they're not having huge years this year. I mean I mean this year they just they are a buzz right now. <laughs> and we're we, are, we are recording this before the Final Four. I would be shocked if we record this in their our sec our season review and they're not the national champion.
0: Oh, we'll talk about that in just a second. I got opinions <laughs> about that. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster exclusive communications and bonus content that is available nowhere else if you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one please head on over to patreon.com slash e2c network to join the e2c network booster club you can also get there by going to our website e2c support Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Let's talk about this. We've talked about transfers out, transfers in. We've got other options for people leaving or deciding to stay. That is through the pro draft. It's something that Auburn didn't get to talk a lot about previous to bruce pearl that's become a bigger reality since he's been here obviously with he kiki getting drafted then isaac coro in the top five last year you know there was a moment in this season where there were three potential draftees and those were going to be jt thor justin powell and alton flanagan because sharif cooper wasn't even here and there were still people speculating sharif cooper was going to be there obviously Three of the four, well, two of the four are not happening because they haven't declared for anything, and one's left the program. Uh, Sharif Cooper, we still continue to watch. We'll maybe give some predictions on that in just a second. But JT Thor did announce that he would go to the draft. And I was warning there are a lot of concerned fans out there that were like, I, I just don't want to go to the draft. I was like, guys, he's going to declare for the draft. God. Yes, It would be an idiot not to, because you get yeah. to come back to a certain degree. I, I take it. You think he made the right decision.
1: I think he did. Absolutely. He, he, I, just like you said, he would be an idiot not to, I think, I think Alan Flanagan should as well. Um, Go get advice from these scouts and these GMs and talk to these coaches and talk to these trainers and, you know, talk to, talk to agents. Don't, don't no hire an agent, please. <laughs> but um, but uh, talk to these agents. See where you stand. That's that's kind of the whole point of testing the draft water, testing the NBA draft waters. Um, I think right now JT Thor and Alan Flanagan and Sharif Cooper, all three should, you know, only one's done it yet, um, Thor. I think all should go get what you're, go get where you're projected. Go get what they're looking at you. Go get who's looking at you and go from there and make a decision. And, you know, that decision needs to be based on, you know, where you are in the draft, where you're going to, how much money it is maybe, uh, you know, where you're, you know. Yeah. It's, it's the little things. It's really the little things about that. And, uh, yeah, Auburn fans, I, I, it was unbelievable the amount of Auburn fans that were like, oh, no, we lost JT Thorpe. No, no, we have not. <laughs> <laughs> jc thor is in the draft it's uh to, all our fans are used to you know once you declare for the nfl draft you're gone yeah so once you declare for the nba draft you can come back jared did it bryce did it i think Chuma did it his freshman year um and you know, right now i see thor if he you know finds a team maybe early second round mid-second round to uh pick him maybe maybe a team that doesn't need help right now but is really good at developing those kind of players he's got great dimensions he's got great talent he's got great potential uh, thor but this is a guy that if he comes back next year i would project him in the lottery
0: so wait a second do you think there's a high potential when i say high greater than 50 percent chance that he goes in the second round at the very
1: least this year whoo <sighs> um i think i think it could happen i, I wouldn't i wouldn't I wouldn't say over fifty percent though. Okay. Um just just because we, you know, it's a short season. Auburn didn't really have the attention besides, you know, with Cooper, uh, because we weren't, you know, going in the tournament and we we couldn't he couldn't show off in March like he normally does, like a lot of guys normally do, especially when Chuma did. Um yeah. I I just think he needs to he just needs to find one fit that he likes and he'll go. But, yeah. I don't. I don't know if we're gonna find that fit.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a a niche fit that he has to find. If he does, that could spell trouble for Auburn in the sense that he leaves the program. But good in the sense that we're sending someone else into the draft yet again, and that'll yep. have been four year, or three years in the row uh, that Auburn has someone drafted. And it's very. There's a high chance it could happen between that Sharif Cooper potentially going and JT Thorby being there now that that could still maintain. I guess the thing that I think about with this is if you remember, he had to reclassify to participate this year uh, to mm-hmm. actually come in to the, be a part of the program of this athletic year. So he's still young. He's a guy that, like you said, has great dimensions, but he has not filled out into those dimensions yet. So yep. Yep. I do think that scouts are going to look at him and say, yeah, we like this. We don't want to pay money the money you deserve yet. We think you deserve yep. this money, but we'd like to see another season where you fill out a little bit and uh, you show us that even when you kind of fill in your frame out that you can still produce these type of phenomenal, you know, plays and moves, show us you can still dribble at that height and lankiness, show us that you can, you know, dunk with the best and that you can still shoot it from beyond the three point arc. Um yeah. I think if he chooses to stay, his stock skyrockets and we could be talking Absolutely. about a top ten draft pick at the end Absolutely. of the season. Sharif Cooper, watch. We've already touched on it a lot. A lot of the decisions, a lot of the speculation hinges upon this. No, you know, we started this whole season, preseason with Sharif Cooper, watch. Is he going to commit to Auburn? Now we're ending it with Sharif Cooper, watch. (laughs) So where you're sitting right now, obviously, this will probably change once we hit send out this podcast, because that's just our life.
1: Yes, it will.
0: (laughs) But where you're sitting right now, the first question I want from you Will Sharif Cooper enter the draft? Will he enter the draft? Will he enter the draft? A hundred percent, yes. Okay. Second question. The tougher question, maybe because you don't want to give the answer or just because <laughs> you don't know. Does Sharif Cooper go to the NBA next season?
1: Um, you know, I I don't really know. I, I you know, The last time we recorded a podcast was the NCAA uh, tournament preview and we were doing the brackets. And, you know, at that time, I kind of thought it was about 50, 50, because, you know, we were hearing some things, you know, maybe, maybe he's coming back. Maybe he wants to play a full season. Maybe he wants to play with Jabari and JT again. And then now we're seeing things that he's projected top 20 and it's like, that's really hard money to turn down and a really good, that's a good spot for him too. Um, Cause he's not going too high where he needs to be a superstar but he's not going too low or he's going to get drowned by other superstars. Um, I'm going to say Sharif Cooper will be on an NBA team next year.
0: Wow. That's tough to hear that you're verbalizing that right now. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I have waffled back and forth on this a lot. and yep. uh, It's happened a lot, honestly, not just in this subject, but a lot of things that we've been speculating on with Auburn Athletics. A lot of football stuff obviously comes into mind there, but I'm actually leaning the opposite way and I cannot pinpoint Good. why <laughs> I'm not just saying that just for the sake of argument, just because we're trying to put on a show here, but th- there is something about this situation. The fact that Xavier Pinson has not taken that offer yet tells me, and I think he has the potential as we address to take the offer, even if Sharif Cooper comes, but I think he wants to know what he's working with. Um, and I think that there is just something out there that's holding Sharif back from making this decision again, I'm going to hit Listen send. To I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> but uh, there, There's something about this that even if he declares, I'm expect, I'm just anticipating it, you know, right. I, I think Auburn fans should anticipate it. I tried to warn them about JT Thor tried to warn them about, you know, some people transferring. I wasn't ready for Justin Powell, <laughs> but I knew some of the other ones might be happening uh, at least some point in the future. So I, where I'm sitting at right now, it kind of is still a push situation for me, but it's probably a little bit more, Uh, in favor of Auburn still having him at the end of all of these shenanigans. Just get ready, Auburn fans. There's going to be speculation galore. He's going to go to the draft, barring some big surprise. Uh, Sharif Cooper watch continues. It was just bookended by a season. (sighs) (sighs) I cannot take this anymore. All right. So that's all of the transfers in and out so far. The transfer market, uh, pro draft, and speculation about potential pro draftees. Uh, for the Auburn basketball program. See, this is why we had to do an episode before the season preview because there's yeah. too much to talk about alone, and we've not had that blessing in quite some time. Very briefly, I'd like us to maybe address the NCAA tournament thus far. We are rec- recording this after the Final Four has been set. The Final Four, if I have it correct in my head, uh, the big surprise, number 11, UCLA, uh, number 1, Gonzaga, number 1, Baylor, and number 2, two. Houston. Houston now if I had asked you and told you this final four at the beginning of the preview would you have been super shocked by it
1: yes absolutely I wouldn't be shocked at three of them but I would be shocked at one yes <laughs> one UCLA I think has taken everybody by surprise yes
0: but the funny absolutely, thing about man. that is crazy is- the, the funny thing about it is, is everybody was paying attention to these other Cinderella stories in the in the, uh, and then they Oral just Roberts. kept on, yeah. yeah, they just kept on and going on into the tournament and just said, hey, look, we're in the final four, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, just give me some things that stuck out to you in the tournament so far.
1: Man, um, I I, I can't go away from that Oral Roberts Ohio State upset. Yeah, that was. I mean, that's only happened like what eight times maybe. And not only for them to beat or Roberts that they beat Florida and made it to the sweet 16 and should have beat Arkansas. They only lost to Arkansas by like what two.
0: Yeah.
1: They were all, they were 15. They were two points away from being the first 15 seed to the elite eight. And that that's crazy. I mean, that's the story. You know, we have UCLA in the final four right now, which is uh, absurd, but, Oral Roberts is the story. They were the Cinderella story this year.
0: Obviously, Auburn fans cheered on the Ohio Bobcats, taking revenge vicariously through them over the Virginia Cavaliers. That was nice. And then there was the Alabama Crimson Tide, the darlings of the NCAA tournament. They were going to win it all, even Sir Charles, which I think was totally him trying to (laughs) jinx them. You know, look, you could see him sitting at the desk there during (laughs) – you know the halftime shows and stuff like that, and they talked to him. Oh, he's got him in his final four, and he he just say, "Yeah, I do." And then I just saw that glint in his eye, and I said, "Charles, you devious little son of a gun! You know exactly what you're doing." Um, but worked. what did you what did you think about Alabama? The whole you know not so great Cinderella story for them. What's your opinions about all that?
1: Um, you know they had a great they had a great year. Uh, I think it'll be good for Auburn to have somebody. Uh, I think Bruce could use that. You know, I think Nate Oates is building something not not just this year. You know, they got good talent coming in next year as well. Um, he, he's going. They're building something over there too. I don't know what they're really building, but they're building. Um, they need to build a new arena. I, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> the airplane hangar. Um, no, they had a good year. Um, I would say their tournament run was. Uh, a little underwhelming. <laughs> yes. Um, which was great to watch. But, you know, they they beat 15 seed Iona and Rick Pitino by a few points. And then they crushed Maryland, a 10 seed, by like 20-something. And, <laughs> and then UCLA came on and was like, no, we're making the final four. We are making the final four. <laughs> yeah, not and so much. They just, I mean. You want to talk about the free throws for Alabama?
0: <laughs> <laughs> free throws win and lose championships, my friend, and I've and never been exactly happier.
1: What happened there? Never been happier to see Twenty-five. That. Oh,
0: gosh, the uh, worst
1: free throw shooting performance since two thousand three Kansas in the national championship.
0: You know there are a few things in this world that make me happier than to watch alabama struggle with the one area that i'm a stickler for and I, i've never been so happy to see a a basketball that's at the free throw position being thrown up there and just careen off every single time it it, it made me oddly probably disturbingly giddy and uh, i'm not ashamed of it i'm sorry i'm not so anyway but you shouldn't
1: be that was great
0: yeah, uh, you know, obviously I predicted them to go out in the Sweet 16. A lot of people, I think you, I really found this scenario happened with a lot of people. Either you were like our, uh, our guest co host, Graham Fowler, which by the way, Graham, let me just give you, I know he's listening to this, buddy. What happened? Uh, and, Gray, I'm not going to let you off the hook either. You're, you're down there in the bottom of that I am,
1: bracket challenge. I am. I team. had Texas I had Texas in the Final Four, and they lost to Abilene Christian. But, hey, you, you sat there as well in that podcast and said Michigan State. Well, they lost that Final Four UCLA team. Listen, listen.
0: If it hadn't been for UCLA, you shouldn't count out Tom Izzo. So that's going to be the new thing. If UCLA runs into them. Count out time is <laughs> uh yeah I i knew that you and Graham were gonna come running over to me to to mention that. Graham beat yeah. you to it. Uh so you know that was uh I, I knew that was coming. And um hey, look, it's all in fun. It's it's you know, it's been a great tournament. Great back after two years away from that. Uh so many upsets, so many fun games to watch, right. and especially in the early rounds. And and I would say for the most part, Sweet 16 and some of the elite eight were were pretty fun to watch as well. Um, so I think the final four is going to be fun. Uh, hopefully yeah, your national
1: champion prediction.
0: <sighs> I, you know, I, I predicted the Baylor Bears. I think there's a little bit of my orange and blue tint on that because Davion Mitchell's yeah. there. Do you really think it's going to be Gonzaga? Yes. <laughs> is it just because of the Fu Manchu with
1: Timmy? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I that dude is the best college basketball player of all time now with that
0: uh let, let's not get ahead of ourselves but okay <laughs> sure sure
1: uh i will say this impressive uh
0: facial hair yes and, and um he's another one of those players like michael carrera as i often bring up that he should be
1: there forever
0: well he's that, just a sophomore that and he just doesn't look like he should be good yeah. like <laughs> at basketball there's just something about him i've heard several just like prominent radio personalities was like guys i just I, he doesn't look good at basketball to me <laughs> yeah but he is, and I I cannot figure it out for life. I mean, I think that's why he's so good is because everybody walks and like, oh, this guy can't take me. Yeah. He did. Yep. So anyway, it's been a fun tournament. Plenty more to talk about. Obviously, we'll talk about the ramifications of everything at the end of all of this. Uh, there's no SEC teams, obviously, so everything's wrapped up that way. Uh, but it'll be fun just to kind of talk about who won it all. If we get to celebrate Davion Mitchell uh, yes. being. A champion at the end of all of his basketball journey in college and all of that in between. But it has been fun talking with you, at least getting a head start on our postseason discussions with all of these transfers, many more rumors and things to talk about coming up in the future. So as we head out, where can they find you on social media if they want to rag you about your place in our bracket challenge?
1: (laughs) Well, you can find me on Twitter or on Instagram at Twitter at Gray Oldenburg or on Instagram at GrayO21.
0: And if you want to find me, you can do so on Twitter at TigerEye24. We really appreciate you listening to this episode. More coming up in the future. Until we talk to you again, War Eagle.